everyone, and welcome to the Make a Change podcast. I'm your host, Tira Ashley. Today, we're going to be talking about toxic positivity versus genuine gratitude and how toxic positivity turned me off to positive thinking practices, which I later found really useful. But first, I want to tell you a little about myself. I grew up in Hawaii and had a pretty good life. I definitely had some childhood trauma and challenges, but for the most part, things went okay for me. However, when I was 12 or 13, I became what I can only describe as miserable. For some reason, I've always seen the world very clearly, or unclearly, depending on how you look at it, and looking around at the world, especially when I was young, all the hate and injustices just made me feel hopeless. But most of all, it probably came from within. I spent a long time going through the motions of being human, and I was really good at it. Most people who know me probably had no idea that I was deeply depressed because I was highly functional. When I did confide in people, I got a lot of advice that made me feel worse. People would say stuff to me like, just be grateful, and I pondered that a lot. It wasn't that I wasn't grateful or didn't see the good things that I had. I saw the good things, and yet my thoughts and feelings wouldn't often lift even in the best of circumstances. They just didn't match or line up. But here I am, many years later, and I can honestly say that I'm a pretty happy person. Don't get me wrong, I have had challenges and difficult days, always, but I am happy much more often than I am miserable now. You may ask, what made that change? I often looked for a single answer, but the truth is it was a combination of shadow work, many, many hours spent learning about the human mind, trying to understand why mine seemed to work differently than others, herbal remedies, nutrition, exercise, reading random spiritual texts, medications, meditations, therapy, mind hacking, some practical magic, aromatherapy, mindfulness, and a shit ton of gratitude. And by gratitude, I don't mean... Everything is fine all the time, and if it's not, we're going to pretend it is. I don't mean too many blessings to be stressing, which, by the way, is one of my least favorite quotes because I am both blessed and stressed. What I mean by gratitude is this is difficult and there is beauty in the difficulty, so I'm going to find it, water it, and watch it grow. What I mean is I am grateful for the lessons and I can only become stronger from facing the challenges head on. Now, I've collected a lot of information on how to make a change, and I'd like to share it with you all. Welcome to the Make a Change podcast. So we're going to talk about gratitude, but before we do, I just want to start off by saying everything in this podcast is going to be my personal opinion and experience. Uh, I'm not a doctor or a therapist yet, Um, so take it with a grain of salt. If something resonates, take it with you. If something doesn't resonate, leave it or don't listen. That is totally fine, too. I might be speaking like my opinions are facts for simplicity's sake, but I want to be clear that they are, in fact, opinions. 
Okay, so now we have that out of the way. Uh, I'll start by saying what toxic positivity is to me is basically... It's almost like anti-gratitude because you one could say that you're being grateful by pushing the bad things out of your head, but I ended up being so much more deeply miserable when I tried to pretend that nothing bad ever happens in my life. You know, a lot of spiritual people, quote unquote spiritual people, will act like you're never supposed to have bad days or hard feelings or lose faith in your higher power and that's just not true there is always polarity in life and to deny that is to deny half of the puzzle so gratitude has ended up being something that has been absolutely vital to me becoming a happier person But it's also something I used to shit on because I didn't really understand it and I thought that it was something that it isn't. I think that gratitude is a verb, you know, it's an action. You have to look for it and you have to create it in your life, but you can't force it. So my first tip is acknowledge the situation and then look for what to be grateful for in it. Now, it sounds really simple, but doing this can actually rewire your brain, and it definitely has started to rewire mine. An example would be, um, about a year ago, my car broke down in the middle of an intersection. I was pulling into the left-hand turn lane, and all of a sudden, my car just died. It wouldn't turn over, it wouldn't move, and it was, you know, it was a pain. I was nervous, I was a little bit embarrassed, but I called the police, I called the tow truck company, and they showed up in a matter of minutes. The cop showed up within like two minutes, and then the tow truck showed up within like 10 or 15, and I found myself really wallowing in the gratitude that it wasn't worse. I was like, wow, I have never waited less than 45 minutes for a tow truck to show up. And normally cars breaking down is even more of a hassle. Uh, And that's when I realized that I had completely changed the way I think about things because I definitely, in the past, have tended to be a little bit of a negative Nancy. Um, If people, let's say people have rose-colored glasses on, my glasses are probably, like, some shade of gray. I'll look around at the world and be like, this person seems shady, and this situation seems like bullshit. So, realizing that I was actively finding the best part of an uncomfortable situation was realizing that I had changed the way I think. And how I did was literally looking for reasons to be grateful after acknowledging that the situation sucks. Another example of this that's more recent and perhaps little more difficult, a little more in my blind spot is I recently sprained my wrist, which has been quite a hassle. You know, it turns out that you use your wrist for 
pretty much everything. <laughs> I was um, trying to lift my dogs into the car today and I couldn't. And this is definitely the type of situation where I start to kind of fall into feeling sorry for myself, you know, like, oh, this sucks. I can't do anything. I was in the habit and in the flow of going to the gym at least five times a week and lifting weights and doing calisthenics, which, yeah, it uses your wrist a lot. So I haven't been able to do that and I've kind of been kicking myself about it and I kind of forgot about my gratitude practice for a minute uh, until last night when my boyfriend says something that kind of shifted my perspective. I was like, Ugh, I guess I have to surrender to this because I keep trying to do things anyway and keep making it worse. And he was like, yeah, maybe now you'll have to let me help you with things. <laughs> and I was like, oh, crap, maybe you're right. Uh, I'm totally the type of person that I could be drowning and somebody would come by and be like, hey, do you need help? And I would be like, no, 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 I'm fine. Uh, I, you know, it's just, it's just some water. I'm doing great. Move along. Ha ha. It's okay. It's okay. Everything's, everything's fine. No worries. No worries. <laughs> so I was like, wow, okay, this is an opportunity for me to receive more in that way. And for me to not push myself and re-injure myself. And then I started thinking about it a little more once I was kind of activated in that. And I realized this is an opportunity for me to practice doing things one-handed. Uh, when in doubt, make it a game. <laughs> At least that's kind of how I survive this life because I'm always trying to have fun. So I made it a game. I've been practicing how I can use one wrist as little as possible and use one hand as much as possible. And you know what? The wrist thing still sucks, <laughs> but it sucks so much less now that I'm looking at it in a different way. And so if you take away one thing from those stories, uh, and this is kind of cliche, but also easy to forget, you can't change the cards you were dealt. And, you know, let's face it, we're human. The cards you were dealt were probably pretty shitty. Or can be, you know, or maybe they were good and you're miserable anyway, but you always get to pick how you respond to it. So you can, at any moment when you catch yourself in a feeling sorry for yourself spiral or a shame spiral, you could be like, wait a minute, I see this old pattern and I'm going to now choose to do something different with it. I'm going to choose to look for the things to be happy about. And you know what? It cracks the matrix. I swear to God, the more you find things to be grateful for, the luckier you are. It really, it really manifests in that way. And that can sound kind of woo even for me, but it has been my experience. A big theme in this podcast that I want to really convey is that we create our own reality. And in a way, being awake, so to speak, is recognizing that you have the power to make your life whatever you want it to be. 
And I don't know, a lot of people might have an automatic reaction to that. No, I can't. I had bad cards. Yeah, what are you going to do with them? Create something good or wallow in misery and keep perpetuating it. It's, it's your choice. It's always your choice. And I have spent a lot of my life making the wrong choice. Oh, I should add in that there's a lot of other factors, a lot. <laughs> That's why the list of things that have made a change in my life is so long. You know, my brain chemistry was off. I was severely anemic most of my life and uh, wasn't getting enough nutrition. There's so many factors. So I don't mean to say that it's only your mind. It is a lot of things mixed together, but those things are still changes that you can make. It's still possible. And for whatever reason, well, for many reasons, I seem to have dedicated my life to figuring out what I believe to be the best ways possible to make positive changes. You know, I am on my way to being a psychologist. Right now, I'm studying an individualized major which involves psychology and natural remedies mixed together, uh, Ayurveda, a lot of different factors, but I really want to combine them to create kind of a, a new type of therapy, hopefully, that is inclusive, a lot of different things, so it actually works. Therapy has helped me a lot in my life, don't get me wrong, but... I think the person who's helped me the most is myself, and I hope that doesn't sound arrogant. I'm just a natural-born researcher. I'm a searcher, and so I've just spent a lot of time looking for ways out of the own holes that I dug for myself or started out in, and I've definitely gotten farther than where I was before. So if that means anything to you, I, I might have some stuff that would benefit you. And if it doesn't, that's okay too. So just to recap a broad perspective of what we learned today, basically, you can change your reality with your thoughts and one way that's really great to do that is a gratitude practice. For me, that involves looking for things to be grateful for, especially in times when things are uncomfortable. It also involves really wallowing in gratitude when something good happens. I just bask in it. It is like... Uh, medicine and crack. <laughs> uh, that's uh, Maybe I'll take that out. But it, it feels really good to wallow in things when they're good. And it'll bring you more of it. And there'll still be dips. Wherever there is dark, there is light and vice versa. You're never gonna change that. And maybe accepting and acknowledging that is the best way to make it to the other side where you can really see how good things are. Or maybe things are really rough right now, it's a dip, and you're gonna go, you know what? I'm going to change it for the better. I'm going to find the lesson. I am going to look 
for what is true and beautiful in this situation. Uh, and that is something I try and ask myself often. I'm pretty sure it's a Brene Brown thing. Forgive me if that is incorrect. Uh, all the information kind of melts together and I can forget where it comes from. But um, what is true and beautiful about this situation? Another thing that I like to think about in tough times is a quote from one of my favorite authors, Glennon Doyle. If you're interested in uh, some personal growth books, her book Untamed really changed my life. I think I own um, the audiobook, the physical copy, and have bought the physical copy for friends. So um, what she says is, I can feel everything and survive. I can use my pain to become. And that rings <laughs> true to me, especially that I can feel everything and survive. Because in the darkest moments, it really doesn't feel like that's true, you know? It's easy to forget that you can feel everything. And sometimes you need to wallow in it. I have my wallow days. Sometimes I just feel off and I feel really sad and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to dedicate this day to feeling like shit and self-care. I take a bath. I cry in the bathtub. I drink a glass of wine. Not that that's what you should do when you're sad, but you know, if it's your cup of tea, that's fine. And then the next day I'm like, well, I'm wallowed out. I'm ready to take action. I'm ready to make a change. And then I go out and I do it. It's like hitting the reset button. Sometimes you just need an off day and you can surrender to that. I think the thing in life that has made me the most depressed was trying to be happy all the time. Because that's just ridiculous. Nobody's happy all the time. The happiest people I know are happy a lot of the time. And it's because they have that inner happiness. They have a well that they dip into. And so when things take a turn for the worse, they have that saved up. And they go and they find it inside themselves. And I'm not saying I've mastered that. Definitely not perfect at it. But working more towards being that every single day. So one thing that I will recommend for you if this sparks joy or interest is uh, people are always telling me to make a gratitude list and I, I, I did that and I'd be like oh I'm grateful for my my mom and my dad and my car and it didn't really it didn't really spark that much in me but what did is when I realized that the big things both bad and good don't matter nearly as much as all the beautiful little moments that we experience throughout the day. So I started trying to take note of what makes me really happy. Little tiny things, you know, that happen throughout the day that spark joy. And I'm going to read a few things from that list. Sleeping in on a Sunday and then making brunch, smelling the onions and potatoes frying. Swinging really high on a swing set. Hearing the best line in your favorite song. 
The feeling of walking up a big hill in the heat and then taking a big sip of water. When someone notices and compliments something that you worked really hard on, especially if they're unprompted. That first sip of coffee in the morning or whatever you drink, your ritual. Putting a hat on that truly completes an outfit. Getting a package in the mail and feeling so excited to open it. A bubble bath after a hard day. When someone cancels plans and you really didn't want to go anyway. Listening to records while I paint. Randomly finding a really nice inky pen in your drawer that you forgot you had. The feeling when someone is truly vulnerable about how they're feeling because they trust you. Cuddling with a dog on the couch wrapped in blankets. Putting on a cool pair of socks or underwear even if nobody will see them. Listening to someone talk about something they're deeply passionate about. Catching the sunset. The first daffodils that pop up in the spring. Deep conversations on long car rides. Country road cruising. The feeling of mutual trust. Listen here, Buster. (laughs) Laying in the sun. Reading a life-changing book where some lines are so good that you have to read them a few times to really just take it in. Smelling good and people telling me that I smell good. Babbling about psychology and personal growth to people who are interested. Drinking White Claws in public parks with feed. And making mad money and tips after a long, busy shift. So those are just a few of mine, but I encourage you to look around in your own life and take notice of all the little moments that spark joy. Because those are the things that make life the most beautiful. And that's what this is really all about. So that's all I've got for you today on gratitude. But we're going to keep running with the theme of changing your thoughts to change your life. And next time on the Make a Change podcast, I'm going to talk about mind hacking which is a book by Sir John Hargreaves. That was terrible. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not even sure if he's British, honestly, but uh, his name sounds British. And his book is called Mind Hacking, which is basically how you can hack your mind like it's a computer and change the way you think by reprogramming yourself. And it works. Uh, I have used it in my own life quite a bit and successfully changed the way I think about things. So I hope you find that valuable and I will see you next time on Make a Change with Tira Ashley. (music) 